For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to another edition of Taekwondo Life Magazine Live. A member of the Believe Sports Network. Believe is the number one sports and podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? My name is Mark Serianis. I'm your host. I'm a third Don Black Belt and I'm the editor-in-chief of Taekwondo Life Magazine. As many of you know, uh, our organization, Taekwondo Life Magazine, has a very uh, robust section called Taekwondo and MMA. As a result of that section where we've covered a number of Taekwondo practitioners who've, or traditional martial artists who have made the move to MMA, such as Master Valerie Lareda, we have managed to become a part of the press corps for UFC, for Bellator, for PFL, for Friday Night Fights, and for numbers of other fight organizations. Today on the program, we're going to talk a little bit about some recent developments. As many of you know, while there have been events, in fact, Master Valerie Lareda did fight with no audience at the beginning of the coronavirus pandemic. We covered that. And of course, she won. Uh, there have been many cancellations and very few MMA events. The entire 2020 season of PFL, Professional Fight Fighters League, was canceled. But now we're in 2021. People have decided that they must get back to the things that they, they love. The cases continue to diminish. The vaccine is being widely administered. And I believe that 2021 will see a revitalization, resurgence in MMA. So today we talk a little bit about announcements from PFL, a little bit about announcements from Bellator, a little bit about an update on the Floyd Mayweather-Logan Paul fight, which by the time this airs, we may have covered or may not. This is going to probably uh, air on the podcast network after that fight was due to air. And we'll talk a little bit about something I was remiss talking about in the episode itself, but I wanted to talk about here, which was the passing this week, the week that I'm recording, of Olympic gold medalist and heavyweight boxing champion Leon Spinks. As you know, Taekwondo is an Olympic sport. Olympic medal winners such as Roy Jones Jr., and Herb Perez, and Dana He all have a special place in the hearts and minds of our program and our listeners. Leon Spinks in the 1970s was a heavyweight U.S. Olympic gold medal winner. I'm not sure exactly which year. It might have been 76. He went on to have a crazy historic upset of Muhammad Ali to become the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world for a short time when he was a professional fighter. 
And later in his life and career, he went and fought Mike Tyson, but was disposed of handily by Tyson in that fight. Sphinx died this week, and we would be remiss if we didn't pay tribute to his name and to his memory. Thank you. Uh, I thank you for following the show. We continue to hit new goals, new targets, new highlights on a week-to-week basis. So I hope you enjoy the program, and I look forward to talking to you soon. Good evening. It's Tuesday, February 9th, and I am coming to you with some updates on some information around the world of mixed martial arts. And as you know, we have a segment, Taekwondo in MMA. My name is Mark Serianis. I'm the editor-in-chief of Taekwondo Life magazine, and we sit on the press corps for Friday Night Fights, for UFC, for Bellator MMA, and for Professional Fighters League over the course of the past few years. Today was a four o'clock significant announcement. Bellator had promoted it um, quite significantly uh, over the course of the last two days. Uh, The big announcement was that Bellator and Showtime have formed a partnership, both uh, parented by the Viacom CBS network, and that For the first time, there's a major commitment from Showtime to Bellator to have all of their fights be broadcast live on their network. Apparently, Scott Coker, the president of uh, Bellator, and Showtime go uh, back a long ways uh, from the days of Strikeforce when Showtime promoted those fights before Strikeforce was purchased by the UFC. This is a major uplift to the visibility of Bellator MMA for a number of reasons. First, of course, is a financial commitment, the viewership. Uh, And I note that this is a US, I I don't believe there was a discussion at the uh, press conference that uh, Showtime's not available overseas. So I believe there's gonna be a separate announcement for, for US viewership, this is a big deal. Uh, there's also a commitment that Showtime has to fighting. Uh, most people know that they took over from HBO uh, significantly as the premier place to watch boxing. Boxing will be on Saturday nights. You uh, Mixed martial arts will be on Friday nights. So they're bringing you a, basically a fight weekend, Friday and Saturday nights. Um, the equivalent of watching college football on Saturday and professional on Sunday. Uh, it's a big deal. It is uh, something that I think is will offer more stability to Bellator, and my expectation is is that we'll offer more money for fighters to attract more talent. Uh, there is the first fight card the first week. I believe it's the 2nd of April. That was announced. I'm assuming at this point that will probably still be with coronavirus, not a ticketed event or a very limited ticketed event, depending on what happens in the world. But of course, 
that is part and parcel of this big push. It will be on Showtime. So that is something big. As those of you know, we've covered Bellator. We've we've attended the fights at Madison Square Garden. Uh, we interviewed, and of course, we've covered the rising star, which is Master Valerie Lareda. She has made her professional debut with Bellator. She has fought several times with them. She's fought once during the pan the pandemic and was successful. We were with her last year, uh, earlier in the year, at Madison Square Garden when. Uh, she beat Larkin Dash in that fight, and we look forward to to seeing her continuous fights. We're waiting for the next fight announcement for her, and we'll have an interview there. Scott Coker is a Taekwondo black belt, as well as being a the president of Bellator and a martial artist and a martial arts enthusiast and a mixed martial arts enthusiast and supporter and the former head of Strike Force. We intend, uh, we've reached out to the Bellator uh, uh, press office to see if we could get Scott for some form of an interview, and we'll keep you informed on that. Similarly, uh, those that are familiar with Professional Fighters League, the PFL, we have been with them since day one. They have grown significantly. They gained tremendous momentum in 2019. Unfortunately, their 2020 season was canceled, of course, due to the coronavirus. But they are back for 2021, also in April. I think April 23rd will be their first event. The venue will be announced shortly. It has not been announced yet. It was previously their, their, they had early events at the Nassau Coliseum in Uniondale, Long Island. But the Coliseum has been closed under renovations, possibly not going to reopen. So I, I'm not sure whether or not they're planning on coming to this area for some of the preliminary bouts. Um, the playoffs have been in Las Vegas, and the finals have been in Madison Square Garden. That's been sort of historically. For those of you that don't know the PFL, PFL is one of the only ones that runs it like a sports league. They have regular season. Points are amassed. Those points are amassed depending upon uh, the, the nature of how you finish the fight. Did you finish the fight? With a decision, did you finish the fight with a knockout? Did you finish the fight in the first round, the second round? And based on that, points are amassed. The fighter playoff forum format, very much like you would see in football bracketing. Then you come down to semifinals, then the finals on New Year's Eve, and a million-dollar prize. Um, this is a very fighter-friendly league. We had the opportunity to interview numbers of the fighters, and we interviewed Ray Cepho. Uh, who is a legend and a fighter and who is the head of fight talent. Uh, we interviewed Alex the Spartan Nicholson, who is a, a Taekwondo practitioner, and we've interviewed several other professional fighters. Plus, we broadcast from their season in 2018 or 2019. They have uh, some new talent this year. They have Rory McDonald, who came over from Bellator. Uh, he is a significant, highly visible fighter to watch. And in fact, one day ago, in anticipation of his premier fight for Bellator, he announced that he's changing camps. I believe the reason for that was not so much a product of his desire to, um, or his problems he's having with his camp, but it relates to restrictions where he is and where he has been training that relate to the coronavirus 
something that all the athletes have been dealing with, something that we've covered talking about uh, the upcoming Olympics in Tokyo is that even if the Olympics take place, how are the athletes getting ready for it? Something that we need to consider. But Rory announced that he is changing um, fight camps and is starting with a new camp effective immediately. Another big announcement for the PFL, one that's exciting to us, is the signing of the Korean Falcon, Jung Sun Sung Bin, who is the first Korean athlete hired by PFL, under contract with PFL, former UFC, fought one fight in the UFC. He did lose, but he is 9-1, and one, so uh, his record is still pretty outstanding. He is fighting out of Seoul, Korea. Uh, it is for our fan base, our Taekwondo base, our martial art that is based in Korea. Uh, we have great excitement. We've followed the Korean zombie. We've spoken with Eddie Cha, who trains the Korean zombie over at the UFC. Uh, and we tend to look at fighters of Korean origin as well as fighters that have a Taekwondo background. So we have reached out as well to see if we could get a, an interview with the Korean Falcon. We'll keep you informed on all of that, plus anything interesting that's happening with the UFC. The other thing I wanted to talk about, I was going to do a separate video, but I figure it's appropriate since we're talking about fighting, is that we are now 10 days out from Floyd Mayweather, Logan Paul. As of this moment, as of before I went on this broadcast, tickets are being actively sold. And they cannot indicate that it is something that is just occurring because they are promoting the fight heavily. They are indicating, get your tickets now, only 10 days left. Um, they're bannering the, the timeline, the countdown, the biggest fight, so on and so forth. And yet we have now, more than two weeks ago, we were told and we have been following that this fight is not going to happen that there is uh, going to be a postponement, and that postponement was going to be five or six weeks. The only thing I can continue to say is we'll keep you informed, but more importantly, if Fanmio Boxing, if Floyd Mayweather, if Logan Paul are continuing to sell tickets, when I say tickets, obviously I mean pay-per-view views because it's not a live event, but they're selling their pay-per-view tickets started as early bird, $29, and goes up to $60. If they're continuing to sell those tickets for two weeks after knowing that this fight has been postponed, I think it's it's really deplorable. We have reached out two times to Fanmio. We reached out to Floyd Mayweather's camp. We reached out to Logan Paul's camp. I saw that MZ reached out to them as well with no response. But yet the rumor mill is that it is going to be postponed. We'll keep you informed on the Mayweather-Logan fight. We'll keep you informed on Bellator in April. We'll let you know if we hear what card Valerie, Master Valerie the Raider is added to. And we'll keep you informed during the entire PFL MMA season. This is Mark Srianis. We are a member of the Believe Sports Network. Believe is the number one sports and podcast network for professionals. Catch us on YouTube and, of course, catch our audio everywhere that podcasts are found. Thank you and have a good night.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.